0: Report. Yeah, but I'm Vivian Gabor and today we have a very special uh, episode where uh, I guess this is like a, I don't know, we haven't seen each other in probably like four or five years at this point. Uh, so it's a very special reunion episode. <laughs> With- Everyone, welcome to the podcast. Brandon Renfro, hello. Yeah. We're really just like,
1: everyone's going to get to hear all of our catch up. That's all this is.
0: <laughs> I mean, great. That's literally this entire podcast. Just, <laughs> I I occasionally will edit something if someone has to answer the phone, but I'm pretty sure I've left that in before and it's just a conversation. I am not mad at that. and <laughs> like in the slightest. Also, happy how are fingers, you? Oh um, I am well. So jealous.
1: I'm well. Life is very different now than the last time we saw each other. Um, I think the last time I actually saw you was it when I was go-go dancing at stripper yes, circus. Was that the uh-huh. last time I saw you? I okay. Truly no, I feel was. like I saw you one time after that where I wasn't go-go dancing. Have I
0: never seen you when I wasn't go-go dancing? I. I truly don't think that we've seen each other when we were not both like getting ready to perform. You were fully in drag and
1: I was fully naked almost. Uh. Yeah, exactly.
0: I mean, that's how that's the relationship between drag queens and, and go-go dancers. Is, 100%. We're always hanging out when one of us has more clothing on than we should and the other one has almost nothing on yes and that was
1: yeah uh so life is definitely different for me now um but it is good it is just a lot more settled down <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, um, yeah. i feel that i went from hosting brunches and and drag shows to working a nine to five or an eight to five technically Ooh, so yeah well, i do have the extra hour because I get an hour lunch <laughs> Oh
1: It's so so still they eight that. hours
0: a day But whoever That's so silly that they do that
1: It's like you can't just be like Okay you're going to work from Nine to five and that's your That's the schedule that's what it is It doesn't matter if you take an hour I
0: mean hey at least I don't have to lose An hour just to eat or half an hour To eat I still get the full Eight hours of work At least tell me uh, you don't hear those dolls sparking Oh, I, I can. It's dogs. wonderful. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Don't worry. You're not the first person to ever have dogs barking in the background. It's totally fine. Yes, but they need to stop barking. It's so annoying. I hate when the
1: <laughs> dogs bark. It's literally like nails on a chalkboard to me. I'm like, stop barking. That is not your purpose
0: in life when really it is. <laughs> your purpose in life is to sit there and look cute and then cuddle with me when I'm feeling lonely. Thank you. Correct. There's literally no reason for you to do anything beyond that.
1: Don't make noise.
0: Right. Um, so let's let's right off the bat start, just get it out of the way. Um, just who are you and why are you here? Because I feel like there will be some people that are very confused. Uh, <laughs> As to who I
1: am and what's going on. Exactly. Um, so <laughs> I am Brandon Renfro slash used to be Scott Riley. Um, you and I know each other from when I was go-go dancing, but obviously I worked in all of adult entertainment from porn to escorting to... I don't know what else there was, but I did it all. Um, go and nightclub appearances, uh, <laughs> all of that. Um, that was my life for about four years. And I traveled all over the US and I had a wonderful time doing it. Um, and yeah, so I'm here mostly just chatting with you about whatever the hell we're chatting about.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's funny because I don't, Often get the chance to talk to people who only knew me at that point in my life. It's true, uh, and it's a very like specific point in both of our lives. Yeah, like we like we had this like perfect kind of Venn diagram where we were like normal people, and then for like a couple of years we were like oversexed and overworked. <laughs> yep, yep, in every sense of every
1: bit of what you just said, it just like. <laughs> Way oversexed and way overworked, and those two were actually the same thing for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I, I somehow like wheedled my way into that too, because I originally had nothing to do with it. it. Was just like going to stripper circus to have fun, uh, and then one day I, I think it was, it was when Brandon Wild came and DJed. Yes, he like he like hit it off with me, and then I hit it off with a couple of the other dancers and I hit it off with you, and then, like, all of a sudden, every week, instead of, like, getting ready at home and going and, like, just hanging out at the party, I was all of a sudden getting ready with you guys in your hotel room, Yeah, and I have no idea how that happened. I just was there one day, and they were like, yep, you're here. You're supposed to be here. It's like, okay. (laughs) Uh, That's, it's so funny,
1: because I think the first time that, no, never mind. I was gonna say, I think the first time that he, uh, DJed there was the, was my first time there but I actually think that it was um oh fuck what was his name Jeremy, Jeremy? whatever it doesn't matter that is such a minute detail the, it does not those matter. were the but days I,
0: when I was drinking a whole lot more so my memory isn't isn't as uh
1: <laughs> you know what's really funny is um I don't know how I survived those days because, like, I didn't drink a whole lot. I mean, like, I drank, <laughs> but it wasn't nearly as much as, like, you would expect, especially mm-hmm. living in the nightclub, basically. And I didn't do drugs. So I'm like, how the fuck did I stay awake <laughs> until 4 a.m. every night and do that over and over and still have a day life?
0: Yeah, I, d- I don't know. I don't know. Uh, that That party is... I was I grew up homeschooled so like that party was how I like learned what G was uh <laughs> I learned what go-go boys were because at th- that point I had no clue what that was <laughs> it was such a like huge shift for me because I literally started drag I think months before that party started oh yes
1: yeah yeah yeah. I mean I remember we had talked about it um like just how new you were to drag and everything, which is still funny to me because, I mean, obviously I've seen your transformation with your makeup, but your makeup wasn't nearly as bad as most people's when they started. (laughs) And so I was just like, I was already a little bit blown away, but that was great because it's just kind of like, I don't know. There is a very special bond between go-go boys and drag queens in general, whether you're working at the nightclub or not. If you're in drag, you are just like a very safe space for go-go boys, no matter what. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And
1: so... Like, obviously, you and I hit it off immediately, and that was great.
0: Well, it, it, I, I will say it threw me off the first time I met you because I was, at, I because I was so new, I knew that everyone had, like, stage names, and that was as far <laughs> as I knew it. And so, like, I just started assuming that everyone who said their name in a club would just say their stage name to me right off the bat. I was like, cool, great. And then like went up to you and introduced myself and you just like gave me your real name. And I was like, wait, wait, what? <laughs> I was like, does he like for I went through this like two week like stint of like, does he does he like me? Like why did he just like tell me his real name? He must <laughs> be interested if he's like that comfortable. And then after a while I was like, oh no, he's just cool. <laughs> yeah i uh i
1: don't know i mean it's really funny because like scott's my middle name so it's not like i was never comfortable going by scott but i just felt like in general when i'm meeting people especially with someone that like when i'm meeting someone i can generally tell if it's someone that i i want to actually have conversation with and someone that i don't Mm. so like especially in those days i would introduce myself as scott if i felt like this is the end of this conversation um but like if there was any chance that I was going to see you a lot or like talk to you more then I would introduce myself because like you're not gonna you're not gonna get to know because I I was very much a night and day of like this is my performer personality and this is like me and there was like obviously a mission match and like whatever that was a combination of phrases there (laughs) uh but there was obviously like there was a little bit of each in of like my performer and me and me and my performer, but for the most part, I kept my lives pretty separate. And mm-hmm. um, I mean, obviously, that's a lot more difficult than it sounds because I was always mm-hmm. Scott at that time. Mm-hmm. um But yeah, I don't know. I just that's always been how I was. I was just like if if. And I knew I, I, knew I was going to see you a lot because I knew that I was going to be there several times. So I was like, mm-hmm. okay, well, this is obviously a draco He's going to be here. She's going to be around. I am. <laughs> She's
0: going to be around. That's for sure. You can't get rid of her. <laughs> I mean, here we are, what, five years later? Oh, God. Oh, six years later. Actually, It's six years. Six years later. Wait, no. Was, was that 2015? It might be no. seven years. I, w- I it was 2016 it was 2016 because I really I, hope it was, <laughs> <laughs> it was 2016 it was 2015 I'm gonna feel even older okay well, yeah. I started porn in
1: 2015 so it was 2016 yeah
0: okay wait so why did you start porn in 2015
1: um so I was a senior in college and I was outed I was at a very religious school in Mississippi and I was outed. I was forget so, that you're
0: younger than me too. Like not in a bad way, but just like everyone I, I meet, I, I assume is lives. like the same age of me. <laughs> Wait, how old are you? Thirty-one.
1: <laughs> I mean, we're basically the same. I'm. You're two years older than me. I'm, I'm about to be twenty-nine.
0: Okay, that's not too bad.
1: Yeah. So, um, so like my graduating year was 2015, or should have been. I didn't graduate, but like that's when I would have
0: finished college um <laughs> so we all sweet. have our own journeys with college it's okay <laughs> correct <laughs>
1: uh yeah so I was outed and then I like had already gone down to Florida I was planning to move to Florida and um, I was obviously like I was a CrossFit instructor back then and um, I was moving down there to run a oh gym. oh my god
0: CrossFit oh yeah you were I, part of the I still cult? do it I still do it
1: what I've been doing it for god almost 11 years
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. Come on. Come on. You're in a cult. Get out. <laughs> oh, <OG> gee, baby. <laughs> hey, it could be worse. You could be with berries. That's true. I mean, there goes that sponsorship it, opportunity. <laughs> well,
1: <laughs> I don't think I they were ever going to sponsor me anyway, so uh, it's fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, neither is CrossFit, though. Let's be real. They don't like it. They don't like the that much. Um, but... <laughs> It was interesting though because uh, so like I had already decided to move down there and then like do you know dad, do you you don't know the story of how I got recruited to porn do you I got recruited no off of Facebook. not
0: at all, of Facebook off of Facebook so a guy porn like was messaged very me. weird back when oh. They. <laughs> it's-
1: I don't know. I literally have no idea. Yeah, I literally have no idea what it's like now because everyone does like OnlyFans and just for fun. Well, it's all Twitter and
0: OnlyFans, and and all you have to do is go on Twitter and be like, you're cute. You want to come do a video? Like, not that I've done that, but I'm saying (laughs) (laughs) I've tried to do that, but I know.
1: uh it's this world of porn now is so different than I don't think that I would do well with the porn that is now because I am not Mm -hmm. willing to spend the the amount of time on like it's a lot more work now it is like so you're you are your brand in a way that it wasn't before because like Mm -hmm. you know like other people were promoting me back then I didn't have to do very much to make a name for myself
0: and do all the advertising and shit yeah exactly like
1: you know, whoever I filmed with, whether it was Falcon or men or like whatever studio I was with at the time, they, I mean, I was never exclusive. So I really just bounced around from everyone. Um, but they would just promote all of my stuff. So I didn't have to do a fucking thing. All I, the only thing I ever had to promote myself for, or like book for myself was, uh, nightclub appearances, but that was easy.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Like I literally just had to be like, Hey, I do nightclub appearances and I'm a good go dancer who looks really good in underwear.
0: Um, can you book me? <laughs> God, I wish that was in my skill set. Working on it, but we're not it's there not yet. It's not in my
1: skill set anymore, so
0: it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whatever. Oh, and I just scrolled past a picture of you on my Instagram. I'm literally scrolling down trying to figure out when that first night was. Oh, gosh. The first night. Of, well, was the first night that picture? It was that November took- 13th, 2015. Oh, fuck. It was 2015. Yep, the end of 2015. Let me was, that see the, was that I the picture find. where I was wearing like the highlighter yellow Power Ranger looking? Uh... So, the first picture that I posted of us was November 27th, 2015. And I'm wearing okay. god awful blue hair. Oh, yeah, that hair, was, that, that hair was a not have existed. That, that hair what? was a I choice. was so proud of it. <laughs>
1: I never would have told you because you seemed like you were proud of it. And I was going to let you live in that fantasy. <laughs> I am never going to burst someone's bubble. <laughs>
0: you know what? And now I don't consider you a friend. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're all like, they're all like hey, oh, it's man. all better than the one time I forgot to bring literally my outfit and my shapers and my wig. So it was literally just face and like accessories and like a flannel shirt. It was an awful night. Oh,
1: so you were like full butch lesbian that night?
0: I was. It was terrible. <laughs> I'm here for it. Honestly, that's great. <laughs> uh, so you were recruited off of Facebook for yes. which for which studio? Like, so how did that happen? It wasn't a studio.
1: Um, it was actually a guy who um, I to be completely honest, I don't even remember who the guy was that actually did the work for this person. But the person that was. That ended up being my first agent, which he was only my agent for like a month, not even. Um, But his name was um, Chris Crisco.
0: (laughs) What a choice of a name. We're talking like full King Cobra situation right now. Full King Cobra. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and uh yeah
1: so I and I genuinely do not remember who the guy was that recruited me he was an older guy who was a friend of this person so I was already like sketch about it because I was like okay this is all very weird and you want me to send you naked pictures of me and I'm like
0: this I'm, was before I'm like sending naked gay. pictures was a thing like now you now it's just like
1: yeah whatever I mean, Say, hi a-
0: have a dick pic <laughs> Right, everyone has a dick pic or a whole pic on the internet somewhere, so everyone doesn't like no one cares anymore. But back then, you had to go out and buy a digital camera and get make sure you got one with a timer and set it uh, up somewhere, and like it was a lot more work.
1: I love that you tried to date me there, but we're not going to go that far back. I had an iPhone. <laughs> I had an iPhone. It might not. It might have been a little bit granulated or whatever that word is, but it was indeed an iPhone shot.
0: Okay, fair. <laughs> maybe um, like an iphone one <laughs> god what was it i think it was it was, it was probably like an a four iPhone. i think it was a four or five
1: or like what there was like a weird se or something in between there
0: where that was the one that i somewhere had. there yeah whatever yeah. anyways I, so that's whatever what I, I don't follow i don't follow apple that closely i just have all their products <laughs> <laughs> i could care less when they come out or what it is but i have it um, yep exactly
1: yeah, so I don't I don't remember who that person was Chris was my first manager And then I switched over to Fab Scout with Howard um, Because I lived in Florida And it just made more sense He could
0: he, give me more work Well, and he, like, is everyone's manager It, it became less so after
1: Like, you know, as porn shifted to mm-hmm. this more, like Do-it-yourself kind of mode um, Howard was basically the go-to
0: agent I mean he was like I feel like I know him but I've never met him just because I've heard his name (laughs) literally everywhere exactly
1: um I mean look the thing is is like there are so many people that could tell you 10 billion stories about Howard in so many different ways and like some people love him some people hate him some people love to hate him like he works in an industry and does a job that just kind of like leaves you in that position where like it is what it is, but Howard and I always had such a great relationship, especially in terms of like both professional and personal, there were never, there were never any lines crossed, there was never, I mean, you know, like I was always professional about it, so like I would show up to do the job, I would get the job done, I would go home, and I would send my money to them, and that is what it is, and so mm-hmm. like for me, I didn't have any issues, but the people that do, and they're like, oh, I hate Howard, blah, 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 and I'm like, yeah, that's probably because you went to jail and had to get like you, you cost him money because you didn't make it to set and he had to bail you out of jail. So,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, there's always
1: two sides to every story, exactly. So, uh, yeah, I switched over to him pretty quickly after starting. So, my first scene in porn was a six way for men.com in Atlanta. Oh my god, and so including the camera guy, which he was the only person on set. So he was handling camera lighting, everything. Um, so one person on set, he was a man, he was straight. Every performer that I had in my scene identified not as gay. Oh I was the only person on set who identified as gay.
0: Oh my God. And you were a baby gay and it was your first scene.
1: And I was baby gay and it was my first scene. And I had no idea what I was getting myself into and it was with men.com so it was also like already nerve-wracking because it was like oh well this is the studio that everyone watches
0: God, stupid <laughs> and i'm sure all that's different now just because all, there are all there's so many more standards for like like comfort level and like stuff like that but like back doubt, then i, I doubt it's a lot changed. of those stories i doubt it's changed really well
1: see here's the thing though is i never had issues because I mean, I don't think it's a surprise to anyone, especially with how outspoken that I am, but I have always stood up for myself. If I didn't want to do something or if I was uncomfortable, I would say something. So that first day on set, like, even though I was new, I was like, no, that's not not a thing. That's not happening. Um, But also I have to give credit where credit is due. And even though none of the guys identified as gay, None of them were really like they were all very cordial and very professional, with the exception of one person who I don't think I'm going to name. But that one I can person. bleep it if you want to. Uh, <laughs> oh, you're saying that because you want to know.
0: <laughs> I, of course, I'm
1: nosy. That's why um, I have a
0: podcast. Well, two of
1: them, but or one you can of them, text me. <laughs> I'll do that. I'll text you. There were, but two of the, so like it was. I'll just tell you the people that were in the scene and then okay. you, you can... And then I could draw can, my own conclusion. You can decipher. <laughs> um, so it was me, Johnny Rapid, um, Vadim Black. I think that's his last name. Whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Aspen, I
0: think is his name. Aspen. Mm-hmm. Um, that wasn't his name originally, but I think he changed it to Aspen, yeah. Yeah.
1: Kirk... Kurt. Kirk? Kirk?
0: Kirkw- so there was a kirk wild and a kirk wild
1: and both of them were great and both of them were very sweet but i really enjoyed filming with one of them and not the other uh <laughs> but the other was i mean neither neither of them were unprofessional just the other one was a little strange um i think that I, maybe it was a five way maybe it wasn't a six way maybe that was it so it was it was me and four straight men
0: and then, i mean i can probably guess who it was considering you only remembered two of their names right off the top of your head
1: <laughs> actually no johnny yeah. was fine
0: <laughs>
1: johnny was fine i actually johnny and oh, i interesting, johnny and i actually uh, well you know other people have horror stories about johnny um he and i so i filmed with everyone that that first day and then the next day i filmed with just me and johnny and um Johnny showed up late, and he was a little unprofessional that day, and I kind of called him on his bullshit, and we actually became friends after that, and we, like, kept in touch and talked a lot, and um, I think we ended up filming one more, I don't remember if we filmed another time together, or if we just had a couple gigs together, but I just remember I saw him a few times after that, mm-hmm. um, and very sweet guy we he and I were actually completely fine and cordial and
0: I mean every time I've ever and I mean I feel bad because obviously I've never met the guy but like every right. time I've ever heard like a, a quote unquote horror story about him I'm just like it just sounds like you worked with him when he was younger like he just sounds right. like a young guy that's just like figuring his shit out
1: he was a young guy who was incredibly popular who although wasn't necessarily like fully into men loved the attention and that's he was so popular and got a shit ton of attention so like he kind of became a little monster and that is like mm-hmm. that's like a natural progression yeah. right I'm sure I was a monster at some point too like it just, I'm very proud of being a monster <laughs> <laughs> like that yeah I feel like that's just kind of part of the process like when you mm. get a lot of attention you kind of forget like something something has to happen to check you or you just get mm-hmm. a little older and go oh man I actually don't like the way that I've been acting and then you apologize to the people that you wronged and you move on like it yeah. is what it is that's that's also just a part of life like take, take porn and, and attention and all of that out of it quote-unquote gay fame um, <laughs> take that out of it and it's like that's just
0: progression of life absolutely oh yeah I feel like I mean sure I also went through a lot of crap in my life but I also like just got older and as I got older the more I thought about how I was when I was younger the more I'm just like "Mm, maybe we uh should forget some of those things happened let's just like you know just yeah, that that doesn't need to be remembered
1: no one needs to say anything else about this ever again in our lives (laughs) ever ever
0: Mm -mm. no more yeah, we all have stories like that. I so I remember so back in those days, I was going to Steamworks like literally every single night because I was that person. Uh, in and, Seattle, you guys had a Steamworks in Seattle, and I never went. How did you not know that?
1: I literally literally never been to all, a all of the boys would go
0: there afterwards unless they had to like fly back to LA the next day, or that night. Because a lot of them would fly back the same night. But. well, I think I I think that I
1: almost never I would fly back the next day. So really I could have gone after the gig. Anyways, go on with your it
0: story. was literally four blocks away. <laughs> I've never been. So sorry. And back in those days it actually had a steam room. It doesn't anymore, but it <laughs> did back then. Uh but I used to I used to go there all the time and I went this one night and I like paid my $20 to get in. I always got a room because I'm bougie um and rooms are a whole lot cheaper when I used to go they're like 30 or 40 bucks now I it was 20 bucks just put 20 on the table and you're good to go yeah and I like got in the room turned on this was like we had just met like just met and I still at that point had this weird thing of like I had a lot of friends because of stripper circus who did porn and I did not want to see their porn because I felt bad watching it And so I, like, got into my room, like, took my clothes off, turned on the TV to, like, go, like, shower and stuff like that and have it ready when I was coming, when I came back. And, like, turned it on and you were, like, right there getting railed. And I was, like, I can't handle this right now. I, like, turned it (laughs) off, walked back down the stairs, handed my stuff, I was, like, I'm good. And they were, like, you just got here. I was, like, yeah, I'm good. Bye.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what's really funny about that? Like that, obviously that is a conversation that you have with literally every one of your friends when they finally stumble upon your videos. Like uh-huh. I get people who text me or message me on Instagram or Twitter or whatever all the time. And they're like, I think I just saw your video. And I'm like, you don't think you know because I looked like that and you are aware that that is my face when it finally panned there. Uh, <laughs> and so it's just such a funny conversation to have with people where they're like, I could be like mid jerk off. I could be into the video. I could be really close to coming, and then bam, it pans to your face, and I'm like, "God damn it! I've been jerking off to Brandon this whole time." (laughs) And I'm like, I'm like, um, well, here's the thing. I don't understand why you guys feel guilty about it because that's a you thing, not a me thing. I did porn. My (laughs) asshole's all over the internet. That is for your pleasure. Have fun. I don't need to know about it. I don't need to know the details unless you want to send me dick videos and you want to send me a video you're jerking off. Cool, great, that's fine. Maybe I'll jerk off consensually. That, consensually knows? for anyone listening <laughs> who wants to just start sending him dick videos. <laughs> Maybe not consensually. I don't know. Are they? Is it a nice dick? Um.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let me just pull up my phone really quickly. Uh, but no, I I've since like been able to get to this point of being like, no, no, no. It's okay. It's it's okay, you're fine. Yeah. Like they're not gonna hate you. No. Uh, they also don't the, need to know. <laughs> well, like. I, the biggest debate for me was like on on Twitter. I follow a lot of my friends, and a lot right. of them post nudes. And I was like, do I like the nudes? Do I not like the nudes? Like, will they think that I'm like jerking off to their nudes if I happen to like it? And eventually, I was like, you know what? They're my friends. I support them. Great nude. Good job. <laughs> like. <laughs> and if they get creeped if it's like weirds them out or something they can say something but just know if I ever like a nude from a friend it's probably just me being yeah good job that was a good angle like
1: (laughs) oh my god speaking of that just a really funny like sidetrack story about uh nudes in particular and especially like people who try to get artsy about them so a guy I have a girlfriend who is like she so she's bi she's more into women but she still fools around with men from time to time. And um, there was this guy that she was seeing pretty consistently at the beginning of the pandemic. And he sent her a dick pic. She does not like dick pics, but she liked this dick pic because he sent her a picture of his dick on the leaf of a plant (laughs) like just sitting on the leaf of a plant I wish I had the picture I would show you and also that would not be great so don't do that people but uh I would still show you (laughs) like
0: that's epic
1: (laughs) yeah so like we we always I do not remember his name to this day we always refer to him as plant dick
0: (laughs) (laughs) well because like I could see like Holding a, a Coke can next to it or something like showing something to like show the length, but a plant doesn't do that. No, and that's the whole thing
1: is it had nothing to do with him trying to show off in any way, for my understanding. Because she he was just like trying to
0: be artsy, um,
1: right? That's it. Like he just had a very average penis, so it wasn't even like it was like oh look how big it is. It was more so just like here's a very artsy picture for you here's my dick on a plant (laughs) my favorite is that guys
0: That guys still apparently think it's okay to take a picture of their dick while they're sitting on the toilet and i'm like maybe that wasn't the place in time maybe not you know i don't i don't know Maybe some guys are into that, but maybe find out if those guys are into that before right. you send that. One. Well, so the
1: only time I ever took pictures of my dick on a toilet was when I was not using the bathroom and was in the airport. That was the only time I would take like dick pics and dick videos because obviously I wasn't in there to mm-hmm. use the bathroom. I was in there
0: just to play with myself. But so- <laughs> if you don't, but like at that point, you're like someone is. You're probably texting with someone who's like, "Send me a picture of your dick." And like not just out of the blue, first thing you ever send someone is a picture of your dick on the rim of I a don't toilet.
1: know. I mean I do send well, I don't anymore, <laughs> but I did I did send unconsensual dick pics to people. I mean, I guess it wasn't un, I get they consented because they I feel were like, like there's a little it was like a this mutual con-
0: this might be controversial, but I feel like just getting on grinder, there's a slight bit of consensuality, especially now that it's like except right. Except it's not safe for work pictures or whatever. But
1: I somewhat feel the same about Snapchat because that's literally the only thing people
0: use it for anymore. I don't even have Snapchat. No one needs that's that. That's my for whole me. point. No is one. like
1: it's like who even? St- I actually still have it, but I don't send anything anymore. I just get them, and it's great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's me and TikTok. I've tried creating TikToks, and I just like just I just send them to people now, <laughs> like it's just a messaging app they're just longer gifts at this point for me I feel
1: like I was just like 10 years too late because I could have been really popular with so many things before like TikTok and like just how insta-famous everyone is now and all of that Mm. like if this was just like 10 years before and all you had to do is just be a goofball on the internet and not even worrying about doing like editing anything it didn't have to look good like that's when that would have been my prime, but now I'm like, fuck that.
0: <laughs> I wish I was one of those guys who was just like real cute, real ripped, and could just like walk on screen and then like smile and end the video. Like and that's that is the video. Yeah, that no. is the video. I, I wish. Shit. I so wish. I don't
1: like my body's There's nowhere never near where it was it. back then. But even back then, I don't think that. I guess I probably could have gotten away with it back then simply because of what I did for work as well. Because people are like, oh, I see your asshole all the time. But I don't know that I could. Like, I, hmm. but even then, I wouldn't want to. Like, it just, it just, I would just be so
0: bored with it. (laughs) That's fair. Not knocking anyone who does it. Disclaimer. I mean, a little knocking anyone who does it, a little bit, you know just a little bit but you know what if you can do that and you can make money off of that then good for you oh i wish we're really just jealous that's all that is all <laughs> speaking of jealousy i literally was just watching have you watched Heartstopper? stopper oh i gotta have yeah i watched okay so I i'm watched on episode six whole... i haven't i haven't okay. finished it yet okay but i watched like... the whole
1: season in a day
0: my poor friends are just like having to listen to me live tweet into our group chat because I'm not actually tweeting it. I'm just sending the group chat messages about it. And the first like three episodes, I was like, I hate this. This is so stressful. Like, this is my entire life and I'm so mad right now. Like, <laughs> and then when everything started going right and he actually was into the guy, I was like, this is so unrealistic. I'm, freaking jealous because this has been my life and it never goes in this direction. Why does it never go in this direction for me? Why am I not this cute little twink that can do everything? And they're like, oh my god, stop hating on the show. And he is
1: <laughs> such a cute little twink, too. Little curly they hair. They both are.
0: It's annoying. I know. I hate it so much. Fucking television. And then there's also that part of me that's just like, I'm so glad that this is the experience that kids nowadays get to have. Oh, absolutely. Like, that's the but whole thing, also, right? But there's also
1: like we're 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 happy for you but also we're bitter but
0: also because, I'm like really super
1: angry percent. <laughs> like that's the whole thing right is uh it's funny because i a friend of mine from the east coast and i were uh just talking the other night um about heart supper because he posted about it and i was like oh my god i love it it's such a great show but also like why was that not what it was like for us growing up yeah. <laughs> you know like we're trans to keep expecting could just obstacles
0: yeah, yeah, like right. That's the whole I, thing. I keep being like, okay, so he's actually gonna be straight. Oh, okay. Well, the friends not gonna be okay. No, okay. The the parents are gonna Come be on. really. Yeah. No. Yep. Then you wait okay. for the at the. I'm just like, no, where? Guess. Why are there no shoes dropping? I'm waiting for a shoe to drop, and they're not dropping, and it's making me really mad. Well, actually,
1: <laughs> we have to stop talking about it now because I just realized that you said that you haven't finished it yet. So I'm not gonna. Tell I have you not finished it else, yet. But okay. But anywho, um, it is such a great but show. Yeah, it, and it that's actually you... what I loved about it was that no shoes ever dropped. Sorry for the spoiler. Well, but I no think, shoes ever dropped. Yeah. I like think that's the whole thing.
0: The the part that made me really happy was being able to see the influence that having queer media and queer people speaking on the internet and things like that can have on Uh, people who are asking questions and don't know where to turn and don't have someone they can talk to that they can go to YouTube now. And there are people talking about their experiences so that you can find someone to relate to. I definitely didn't have that growing up.
1: No, I mean, none of us, like, that's the whole thing is I, I don't think that I even knew. So like, this is such an extreme, but I didn't even know about like HIV and AIDS until I was in porn um so I was 20 almost 20 I was probably 22 years old at the point that I learned about HIV and AIDS and that is solely because like gay media was stripped mm-hmm. from schools
0: so like especially I didn't even South, know the word gay until I was like 15 yeah like, the I mean I, I did I because the everyone word. called people faggot and so like <laughs> well you know. okay also I was much more uh <laughs> sheltered but like <laughs> oh, yeah, the first time I heard gay. someone say oh they're like gay I was like what does that even mean like literally I remember looking it was some kid who was like six years younger than me and they were like oh that guy's totally gay and I looked at him and I was like what does that mean and he was like dude you're stupid and like kept walking I was like I don't I, I literally don't know what that word means what does that mean <laughs> and finally had to like use AOL 5.0 to like search right, what it's does like gay. You mean? had to wait for the dial up to get on there. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> then i erase my search history so my dad didn't find anything. And then you looked it up and then you were like, oh, I'm gay. Got it. <laughs> no, no, no. My, my journey to it was much more roundabout. I was, I knew because Just in general, the, like, world ethos, I knew that, like, Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition was supposed to be the hottest thing ever. Oh, yeah. Like, I just, I knew it because that's what everyone said. And so I, like, went on the internet and, like, looked up the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition pictures. And it was like, I don't really get it, but okay, cool. Um, I more was obsessed with the bikinis looking back. And it was like, wow, that's really really fascinating how did they get that to stay up (laughs) Um, and then this was back in the day when pop-ups were a really bad thing and so like there was a pop-up for penis enlargement pills i just saw this dick and i was like well now that's interesting and like started every time there was a pop-up. I'm sure I gave our computer so many viruses. Oh, but every time there was 100%. a pop-up, I would click on all of those. And I started going to that website specifically waiting for those pop-ups to happen. Yeah. And then I realized that I could just start searching for that. And that's how it all like went downhill. Correct. But but like yeah, we definitely did not were not able to go to YouTube and look up someone talking about, oh yeah, I'm bisexual. This is what it's like to be bisexual. Yeah, Not no, a
1: thing. I think that that's like that's that is what I liked most about that show is like, you know, there are there are obviously a lot more career shows now like there was the whole love Victor and there was the movie love Simon, like that was mm-hmm. all fine and dandy. Um, but the whole point of those was the drama of like
0: oh is anyone gonna find out if he's gay
1: and and no one's gonna or even like sex
0: sex education like there's a lot of drama around it and it's it was weird I think that was my other like reason why I didn't like it at first because I was like I don't know what to do with this why is everyone so happy right and that's kind (laughs) of the thing is like
1: with this show in particular like even I think the best example of it from this show is the lesbians where they're like Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna make a big big announcement I'm just gonna stop hiding it like yeah i'm just gonna live my life but that's the thing is like you get to just see kids living normal lives as Mm -hmm. queer people and that's really what it is because like i don't know there's just there obviously we all know this but it's worth saying every time there's no reason for us to ever have to point out or announce or like talk about the fact that someone's gay it should just be what it is and then just know that Mm -hmm. that person's going to be in someone into someone that you're not into <laughs>
0: like yeah yeah absolutely cool great like I'm looking forward to the day when coming out is not a thing anymore and doesn't have right. to be a thing anymore I think it will be for a while but I'm looking it will forward be to the day when it, it's not. I don't think that'll
1: stop within our lifetime to be honest like yeah. I that's that's not something that's on the horizon but like having so much queer media having so many people that are talking yeah. about different things especially with like trans non-binary and and running the gambit of like making sure that they're getting all of the healthcare that they need and, like yeah. trying to do everything with all that i think that that stuff can definitely make big like leaps and bounds within our lifetime but I, we're still going to see a lot of transphobia and homophobia just oh, yeah. until you know I, that's going to be probably another couple hundred years before that's oh, yeah. like
0: actually gone and that's actually a beautiful segue i didn't try to make that a segue but that's a beautiful segue because uh we are now doing a a segment on my podcast where i ask my guests to talk a little bit about one of their favorite queer figures in history uh because i feel like i've been robbed of learning about queer people in history (laughs) and we don't talk about it enough and so i want to use this platform as a as a chance for us to explore history and find these queer people and find how they've been coded in our current history books so that we can decode it and bring them uh to light uh so who would you like to tell me about i
1: actually chose someone that i think i think most people know that julius
0: caesar was gay but like i did not i okay i i I was like wait what yeah so Julius Caesar was <laughs> gay and
1: like not only was he gay but he was like a power bottom based on like what things were being said. So um, at least with what I read obviously this is kind of mm-hmm. he said she said shit with historians and whatever yeah. Um, but that works for me because I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love the story so I was reading about it and you know, cause someone had mentioned that to me once upon a time. So I started looking into it and I was like, wow. And it's really interesting because, um, back then people didn't really care about sexuality as much. Like, you know, you can fuck whoever you want, but what people did care about was whether or not you were at the bottom. That was the mm-hmm. only thing that mattered. They were and bottom so, shaming even back then. Yep. And so that's the whole thing about it is like, you weren't viewed as a man or a manly man if you were a bottom and so like typically you weren't allowed to live certain roles or be certain things but um Julius Caesar who obviously was a well-known ruler and obviously was a toxic person and there was a lot of bad that happened with Julius but um he was a predominant bottom who was also a ruler and so it kind of became this thing where he was like breaking molds of just like being who he was and doing what he wanted but also being able to keep that title of being a man and Mm. whatever um which is funny because like I don't care about gender I don't care about any of that stuff but like for myself I have you know I have began begun the journey of just like Dropping my own labels and figuring out how I feel about myself. But I think that it's very important for people who do identify as men and are bottoms or whatever to feel like they can be whatever, like Mm -hmm. be a bottom and live in that and be masculine and be whatever you want to be with that. Uh, But I just found it to be very interesting. But I'm going to tie that into religion in a way that was really funny as well. Mm -hmm. um, Because as you now know, I went to college at a very religious school. I originally went to college for religious studies, a um, mm. lot of life story there, a lot of background,
0: but we're not <laughs> going to go into that. Um, I love a good theological debate. <laughs> so, um,
1: words in the Bible that were actually never there, um, homosexual was never in the bible mm-hmm. um like those those words those terms never existed um weren't added was, until the king james version uh 1946 i think was the first time that oh, something was added like that word itself was actually added mm-hmm. um the word that people tried to translate to that was actually pedophile not yeah. homosexual so it wasn't the same thing but um that's actually not where i'm gonna tie it in. i'm gonna tie it into a different spot where, um, there is a point in the Bible where it talks about, um, man shouldn't lay with man as he does with a woman or some bullshit. I think it was Leviticus something, but, um, he basically like, I am not Christian. I don't believe in God. I don't believe in anything religious anymore, but I, because I did, and I studied it and all that, Mm -hmm. I love to talk about it. And so Mm -hmm. I found it interesting to look at that and think, really all they were doing with that exact phrase was bottom shaming because all they meant by that is you are not supposed to lie with a man who is getting fucked. Like yeah. you can suck each other's dick. You can jerk each other off. You can have yep. a relationship,
0: fall in love, but do not bottom. And I'm I like, cannot, what? <laughs> I cannot tell you. So I used to be a leader at a Christian apologetics and leadership camp. Yeah. And I had, so many conversations with camp director because they knew I was gay. I was not going to go into it and be like secretive about it. I was like, right. at least the director needs to know this about me because I don't want something coming out later and like people and like butting you in the ass. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, and so he and I had a lot of conversations that at one point he was like, "Oh, I don't care if you're gay. I just care that you have sex with men." I was like, "Wait, wait what?" he was like, yeah, I don't care. Like, you can be married to a man, just don't have sex to him and sex with him. And I was like. Can you explain <laughs> that? <laughs> I was so confused when I was like, you know what? I'll take whatever I can get from this guy. Like, I will. I'll, I'll accept that for now. We'll work on the rest of it later. Like. And that is the whole thing. And I'm thing, sure it ties like, into that whole idea. It does. Like, it does.
1: Well, because that's the whole thing. Is like where Christians get this whole idea actually just goes back to the idea that like if you bottom, you were not a man. And it, because that's mm-hmm. where it literally, it literally goes as far back in history as as I have ever looked. That, as far as homosexuality goes, that has always been the thing that people focused on. And so, like homophobia actually came from the act of being emasculated or like mm-hmm. being the more feminine role. So it yep. really had nothing to do with Which actually all ties falling ties back in love into with misogyny. Exactly. Yep. It had nothing to do with falling in love with a man. Being how with that man works. Anything like that. Right. It's really it really had to do with whether or not you took a dick in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> like you well, can be the top and be fine.
0: One one thing that I love about these conversations and learning and re recoding history is how it then starts to make you reassess why certain things happened in history. Yeah. Like Julius Caesar famously stabbed in the back, literally by the Senate. Yep. Maybe there was some of that. I am I would now assume that their dislike of how he lived his life was probably a huge deciding factor in them turning on him yeah. and not wanting to listen to him. Right. 100%.
1: Like, i'm sure that there were so many people who were already so pissed off at the fact that he was a big old bottom mm-hmm. that like they were just like okay you don't get a lot of room for error here so when you yeah. fuck up you're dead and yeah that's what they did
0: and, the, and i growing up also and it's very Christian, interesting like... that like
1: <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Of all the the things to kill. Of all the things they could have done.
0: (laughs) Well that and also like the way they did it, stabbing him in the back from behind. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yep. That's not telling at all. They probably did it while they were fucking him. Let's be real. It's fine. Let's be real. Absolutely. Um, but it also thinking about how I was taught about the fall of Rome. And how so often the fall of Rome is tied into, oh, they were debaucherous, and they were gay, and they were just all having sex with each other all the time. it's like, That sounds marvelous. (laughs) Well, first off, yeah, that sounds amazing. Let's go back to that, please. But also, no, they fell apart because their rulers were destroying their government and their economy and everything to do with running a government. Yeah. It oh, no, wasn't it was... the people's fault. It was no. the government's fault at that point. Yeah. And so it's it's interesting how that's kind of looked to with America now of like oh all these gays are gonna make our empire fall and we're gonna be destroyed because of the gays it's like no literally the same thing (laughs) like Nero is fiddling the place is falling apart (laughs)
1: right well and that's the whole thing right is um religious people will take any moment that they can to try and point fingers toward the gays so it's like Mm -hmm. oh gas prices are rising well that's because (laughs) that's because Biden cares about the gays like okay, okay. <laughs> great right.
0: it's absolutely has nothing to do with corporations being green. i almost said obama cares about the gays um <laughs> did he did he <laughs> or did he just occupy a seat and be just good enough Isn't to people that what that, all of them do let's be i mean about. it's what they're who in well, office has
1: actually cared about gays so far
0: no one <laughs> exactly my favorite was when we elected a cop to vice president and everyone was like, that's going to work and she's going to care about us. We're like, no, it's it's historic and I'm glad that she's there. But like, still a cop. Um, <laughs> right. um, but no, that's fascinating. And it's it's so important to learn things like that because it completely recontextualizes that point in history.
1: Yeah that's the whole thing with like you know obviously we get so wrapped up in like what's going on today and trying to solve all the problems of today and especially as queer people no matter what we'll always have fights Mm. that we have to fight we'll always have things that we have to do um at least for several several years to come until we can deal with that but that'll be a worldwide thing and so you know that there's a very solid chance that will never happen um And so that being said, it's very important to try to look back and see like, was there ever a time that this was the way? Like, was it okay for people to be gay, to be trans, to be whatever? And yes, that the answer is yes. There there were times before there were times. Modern there were Christianity. Cultures, yep. Yeah. Before modern Christianity, there were there were, I mean, even just going back to before america was america indigenous people fully like two spirit was one two spirit was celebrated it was it was the spirit of like it was the center of attention for almost all celebrations like they would always have a place of like royalty yeah and i like they're just that you see that throughout history in so many different ways like even to the point of even though obviously julius caesar was a terrible person and had Absolutely no business being in the position that he was in. It was a big old power bottom.
0: Like, yep.
1: That's.
0: You know, it also. It also makes me wonder because I've been having a lot of conversations uh about religion in my everyday life as I've been kind of going back and re researching a lot of things. Like, as, yeah. especially this time of year around Passover, my mom is Jewish, and so uh, I'm also Jewish and celebrate a lot of the holidays, and just relearning or like going back and researching things like before Moses uh Canaanite religion so the the area that the Israelites Mm -hmm. were from yeah worshiped around 27 canonical gods yes and Yahweh the the god of the bible was just one of them
1: Right. right no I yeah I I am aware
0: that completely (laughs) recontextualized some stuff for me I was like wait what I'm sorry there were 20s what yes um uh and then like going in and and rereading portions of and I I know this has been talked about a lot in the past especially starting the 70s moving forward but how um the person of Jesus who what he was can be debated
1: the fact that a
0: a a a human existed that who was named jesus that's that's history yeah but that he was a queer person yes is now mostly accepted by scholars at this point yeah um and
1: do you think that his relationships with disciples
0: I mean, John, in the book of John, only describes himself as the disciple whom Jesus loved. <laughs> Correct. And just the the lengths that people went to growing up to say, oh, no, c- kissing was just a way they greeted each other. It's like, no, Judas went to Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane and made out with him. And that's how they knew that was the person they were supposed to kill. Correct. Like. Like, I'm sorry, men weren't going around just randomly kissing each other to say hi. That's not no. how culture and works.
1: And let's be real, <laughs> did it stop at a kiss? Probably not. They probably full on fucked in the garden, but it's fine.
0: <laughs> but but then the reason I bring <laughs> that up is because there's a verse where Jesus is specifically asked, okay, but you're asking us to do all of these things above above uh, human law. What about taxes? And he he verbatim says, <laughs> render unto Caesar what is Caesar's. And now my brain is going and being like, what if that was just him being a sassy gay? Being like, Yeah, just go fuck Caesar. <laughs> right. Right. Because that yeah, at that point, I believe mm, I would need to double check that which Caesar was on the throne at that point. I'm pretty yeah. sure it was Julius. I at that point. Because it was Augustus when he was born, but I I would have to double check. I don't,
1: I don't know if Julius was. There yet.
0: That would Maybe be it was him. Maybe it was but, him. I don't know. I don't know. But it it definitely recontextualizes some of these things that were that were said in in things that people consider to be scripture. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah. or he was yeah. just being sassy,
1: right? Well, and the whole thing about like Jesus in general. Look, who am I to say whether miracles were performed or not? Because like there's a part of me that believes that magic has to have existed at some point in time for us to have the idea that magic
0: existed, you know? I just think it's science we haven't figured out yet. And that's
1: fair. In which case it's like, there was a point where they were beyond where we are now, but we mm-hmm. somehow backtracked, which is fine. Oh yeah. Um, But I don't know. There's just, there's just so much, like there's just too many questions in the Bible for me to ever feel like I could be like, down with following it but also okay. like specific to the bible um and queerness when people are like oh well that's a sin and my god blah blah, blah. and i'm like bitch i don't believe in your god so why does that matter to me <laughs>
0: <laughs> he like, chose you not me you know what <laughs>
1: correct i'm fine with going to hell if that's where i'm going like you mind your business let me live my life <laughs> give trans people their rights give them their health care let me suck as many dicks as i want it's not your business <laughs>
0: Preferably all of them all at once.
1: <laughs> I don't have that throat anymore. <laughs> <laughs> fair, that's fair. It's out of practice.
0: There's. It also makes me think about the the point at which the the Pharisees came up to Jesus and were like ta- telling him he was a terrible person, basically, and he just like full on reads them to filth yeah he's yeah. just like you're just whitewashed tombs you're pretty on the outside and you look you're awful on the inside now again thinking about him as a queer person now i'm like yes way <laughs> to go that was a beautiful read good job jesus was a full-on bad <laughs> queen let's be real let's be completely real here um well i think now that we've gotten on to religion that's probably <laughs> a great place to stop it so leave that. it alone <laughs> you know that's that's it um where can people find you online as as you are now because obviously they can find you online as you were then anywhere
1: just type the name baby Uh, (laughs) (laughs) where can they find me now um i am on instagram at brandon renfro underscore i think and my twitter is brandon underscore renfro and i think that's those are the only places i'm on the internet now I don't even nice. post very much anymore. So don't expect a whole lot from me. My stories are fun on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> That's about all I got. Uh, but yeah, I think, but here's the thing though, that being said, I am planning on ramping things back up and starting to do more with my Instagram soon um, because Ooh. I think a friend and I are actually going to start a podcast where we talk Ooh. about queer space. And- Ooh, you should. Yeah, um, I- can't say a whole lot right now because I don't want p- people to steal my ideas um but we have good ideas choice. to talk about very fun queer things
0: good all right well I will be on the lookout for that and when I find out I will absolutely repost things for you it. Um, thank you for being on I appreciate it and it was so nice to finally see you again I know
1: it's been so long I need to make a trip to New York, New York.
0: yeah just don't do it in the summer because that oh, would be maybe you already right? know I know You already know I know I don't want to. I'll see you. I'll see you in November. (laughs) All right. Well, we will talk to you all later. Bye. Bye. Yeah. But thank you for listening to Yeah But with Vivian Gabor Tune in next week, same place, same time. Yeah.